Hi, I'm Vince Irushi. And I'm Stephen A. And this is the Assign It To Me podcast. This show is a weekly discussion about our application, Assign It To Me, which is a web-based project management tool for professional services companies that are looking for an easier and effective way to manage their projects. We discuss topics like project management, analytics, and any interesting and noteworthy news and technology. You can catch our show notes for these podcasts at blog.assignittome.com. So we just came back from lunch. What'd you think? It was delicious. Was it? Yes. So what we, what we had was uh, double fillet of fish. It's a long time since That's I had new, McDonald's. Actually, it is. Yeah. It used to be just one, and I and I never order it because one never fills me. Then I'd have to order like a quarter pounder as well. I haven't gone to McDonald's in like in the longest time, and that was good. That double. You know, it's fish. not fine dining. No knock against McDonald's. I doubt anyone at McDonald's considers McDonald's fine dining. But that cheap, uh, smooth bun <laughs> and those two pieces of cheap fish and right. whatever sauce they put on, that combination just works. Yeah, it's one of those, I don't know, what, what do they call them when you... Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasures, right? Everybody can, oh yeah, McDonald's no good for you, but you know what? The food is good. I, you have a Big Mac and ever since I was a kid, it's still My wife and, good and I, we get cravings every now and then and... You know, we eat yeah. maybe once every month and a half because it hits a spot, man. But that Five Guys burger can't be any better for you than the McDonald's burger. No, but it tastes, right. the Five Guys tastes really good. Yeah, they're One good just too. opened up near our house, so that's our go-to burger joint now. <laughs> Your wife likes Five Guys, right? Oh, she loves it, yeah. Oh, okay. We'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> went out for dinner that last night and I had five right. guys <laughs> and she listens to the podcast so I am dead <laughs> well you gotta let her hear the, the, the intro <laughs> anyway let's you move set on me up for that one man no 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 uh, anyways um, we got a lot of postings this week but we're going to yeah because we've been away for three weeks I think so. right but we'll focus in on a, on a couple of quick hits, I guess, some of these blog entries. We'll do the blog entries first and then talk about general topic. And uh, might be a shorter podcast this week, but that's okay. Uh, we, it's been a while. It's been like three or four weeks because uh, we've been doing some, some other work, some, some jobs. So good to get back uh, and, and back onto the horse, do some, some podcasting. So uh, let's get right into it. The, bl- the blog entries. So we have... M- Miguel Cabrera's fantastic plate coverage. He's a... Miguel I don't Pro- know who he is. He's a baseball player. Yeah. He swings right. a bat, I guess. Right. He's uh, he's a triple crown uh, winner. Oh, is he? Yeah. So uh, not not in horse racing, but in baseball. So, <laughs> you know, hitting, fielding, sliding. <laughs> so he is... Uh, uh, this this is basically... It's one of those animated GIFs or GIFs. Wait, which is the right way to say it? Well... I'm of the the thinking, and I'm probably considered incorrect, but the G stands for graphic, graphic. which is a hard G. Interlace. So, uh, graphic interchange format. Interchange format, right. Created by CompuServe, and it broke some patents, and they got sued by some company. <laughs> you know, you're a wealth of information. <laughs> useless information. <laughs> useless. I'm a font of useless information. <laughs> but uh, because the first word is a hard G, I believe that you should pronounce it with the hard G. But I think a lot of nerds and uh, pedantic internet people say it's a GIF. GIF, right, right. Anyway, okay, so uh, our link's on the, the our, pod, uh, our podcast notes. And what it is, it's uh, 
basically it's we did something like this a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, some Japanese pitcher right. in the uh, major leagues has a very consistent delivery for pitches. Right. And uh, you can't tell what kind of pitch he's throwing based on his um, throwing position. So these are five, uh, six, sorry, six pitches. I guess it's a, it's all, a over the, all over the strike zone. Right. So they're the top right, top, to the left, to the bottom, uh, left and right. So Cabrera actually puts his bat on every single one of these. Pretty amazing. Right. This guy. So he must have fouled a few off, and then he's, he's finally made the hit. So... And what it is, is you can see him, it's it's basically all five pitches laid on top of each other. <clears throat> and he's hitting each one of them. And what's fascinating is none of these are actually in the strike zone. They're all outside the strike zone, which tells you how good of a hitter he is. Well, you just think about it. For a normal person, getting some <clears throat> white piece of leather thrown at you at 80 plus miles an hour, yep. it's... It, it leaves the pitcher's hand and crosses a plate in the blink of an eye. And you'd be lucky to, to even make I contact. I wouldn't even swing by the time the <laughs> a professional ball the, came. The, the back catcher would be throwing it back to the pitcher yeah. and you'd be finishing be your like, swing. Oh, there. <laughs> anyway, w- what's fascinating is the technology, right? So that's that's what we're talking about here and the way they've they've shown this and uh, just better ways to use a computer and how to, how to take like, and it was done by a normal guy, not right. not Fox or ESPN right. or any of the sports networks. It's right. done by some guy with his computer. So the actual image where he's hitting it probably shows his last pitch where he knocks it out of the park. But all the other ones is almost like a ghost image uh, yeah. behind it, and, and you can see each each time he hits it. So what it shows is just his hand-eye coordination, how good it is, being able to hit that pitch no matter being where Being able to read it right. and swing in the right spot in a fraction of a second. Yeah. One ball is going right straight, and then there's two or three balls that are are breaking balls, and one looks like a slider, and he's still hitting each one of them, which is crazy. One is right, one is almost on his belt buckle, and he and he's knocking it. That's where he plays his base. Yeah, that's. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's move Inside on. Inside joke. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah, I gotta I gotta listen to stories from, uh, you know, hipsters. truck driver truck driver hipsters that. Think they're some Truck kind of designs. They're anyway. big again. Um, let's move on to the next one. There's one called Bridge Safety Feature. Uh, when I saw this, I thought it was super cool. Yes. Right. So, um, what it is is um, in Australia, there's underpasses that basically you mean down under, down under, right? Underpasses down mm-hmm. under, down under. Put another shrimp on low. the bobby. What? <laughs> uh, an underpass down under must be pretty low. Yeah, it's pretty low. Uh, there's a truck. Uh, these trucks that go under these underpasses, some some of them are too tall, right? Too big. Yes. And they want to avoid the trucks getting stuck in the tunnels because it or could be disastrous. Or a beam or something right. like that. So it could bring the tunnel down. It could snarl traffic for hours or days. Hurt someone. Kill could hurt someone. someone. So what they have is, um, I don't know, why don't you explain it? So they have these warning systems. If you're from Toronto, you'll see these uh, lit text signs on the 401 and the Don Valley Parkway. They're like that, but uh, they're actually specialized. So they'll actually warn a specific truck that their load is too big or they're going too fast or whatever. But the problem is truck drivers never think that message applies to them. Yeah, that these truck drivers driver. are just, they're going right, there's this sign ahead of, ahead of them saying a low bridge, slow down, and they're just plowing right through that sign, yeah. sign right? Yeah, so. and, that, and that's these signs are actually specific to the driver. They're monitoring the roadways. It's not like, a general warning like we see on the 401 or the right. Don Valley in Toronto. Right. So now I'm watching this truck and it's it's flashing stop and this truck is still moving forward. 
So before he gets to the tunnel, what's happening is a waterfall of water, I guess it just comes down from the tunnel. And then there is a large stop sign that gets projected behind Wait, it. You said this is in Australia? Yeah. So is the water going the opposite direction? <laughs> I don't know. It's going <laughs> counterclockwise down the drain. <laughs> I didn't see it. There's no drain there, but uh, it's not going up. It's going <laughs> oh, it's down. Not? Okay. I just wanted to check. So it's the coolest thing. So this truck is going into the tunnel and he's still ignoring the, the he sign. He slams on the brakes when he right. sees the sign, though. The giant sign pops up in front of his truck and he does slam the brakes on. So excellent technology. Um, I. I advise that you you go on our site and our, and take a look at the it. The video really is cool. fascinating. It is. It and is. I posted this a couple of weeks ago. And then a week later, uh, Memorial Day weekend, uh, a driver was crossing a bridge. I think it was in Washington State. Is this near Seattle? It, it is, yeah. It and is. it had too high a load. Uh, and it knocked the bridge out. It was big news. It collapsed the bridge. Cars went into, into the river or whatever. That's right. And I was thinking, had... They had that technology on these bridges that could have prevented, you know, injury, all these right. injuries and property damage, et cetera, et cetera. That whole bridge came down. Nobody got hurt, right? Yeah. But um, there were cars like floating in the water. That's right. In the cars. That's, that's right. scary. Yeah. Especially for stuff. someone like me who can't I'm swim. I'm just looking at it right now. It's on CBS News site and it says bridge collapse in Washington state. It's blamed on the tractor trailer. So uh, I guess they hit the beam. So we actually had a lot of interesting blog posts, but we're not going to cover them no. all. So check them out at blog.assignittome.com. Right. Actually, I just want on a side note, I'm just looking at this site here. It's got the picture of the the kettle that looks like Hitler. Oh, no. <laughs> does this the Michael kettle Graves, look like uh, J.C. Yeah. Penny uh, kettle? Does it look like Hitler? And uh, from what they pulled it, they pulled that kettle from the... Uh, I guess from the catalog, but uh, now that I look at it, it kind of looks like, like, I don't know, weird. So. Uh, it looks like Charlie Chaplin, too, you could say. It, Anyone true. with a mustache and dark hair. Yeah. It's like that. What was it? Mr. Pitt on Seinfeld? That's right. With the episode where he's staring into that, that magic 3D image. Yeah. And, and he gets the ink on his, uh, <laughs> yes. on his desk, right? Uh, I love Seinfeld. Anyways, 80s, 80s and 90s references for you. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the general topic. Um, so, so we're getting the logo. Right. So we're getting a logo uh, and, and we're using what's called crowdsourcing. Yes. Right. Uh, so you're a crowdsourcing virgin, right? I am. Um, I did it a couple of years ago for my consulting company and it was, it was fun and nerve wracking and yeah. all of that stuff. But uh, it's a good learning experience and I think it's a real good concept, right? So they, we're using 99 designs and basically what we've done is We've put it out a bounty, I guess, or not a, a contest. Not a, a contest. We offered X amount of dollars, and uh, the people who are designers who are signed up with 99 Designs compete uh, and iterate multiple times for the logo. Right. But uh, we went, we went with the gold we a winner. We went with the gold designers, which means we want those so-called so-called good designers. Yes, but I think it's worth it because uh, it would take me a few days to, or more, or even never. a week. Or never. To refine it the way I want. Like this, we got some people that come up with uh, with designs and we can just uh, iterate. The good thing is, I guess the important thing with this is uh, we've invited a lot of designers and they've we've got, I think we've got 50 different entries that came in. Yeah, some over of them 50 now. Up. Right. But uh, we've got, maybe right now we've kind of got the short list down to half about... Half dozen. <laughs> yeah, half dozen. A bunch of new ones just came in right before the podcast started and right. they look pretty good. Now the good, what makes it good is that you're supposed to give as much feedback as possible. I think as a designer, I want to hear uh, what's good, what's bad, what I should change, so I can keep iterating. But on it's it. a game. It's like right. eBay, 
I don't know if you've ever bought anything auction wise, uh, not buy like I buy everything off of eBay now, buy it now, where right. it's a set price and I pay it. Right. Because I used to do the auctions um, in the early days, and it's dirty because the technique that they have in eBay is I would always lose in the final two minutes of the auction. <laughs> And they, and these guys use a software called sniping software because the act of jumping in at the very last second and right. outbidding the, the highest bidder by two cents is called sniping. And there's some techniques to get around it, but eBay's policy is, uh, hey, if you don't like it, you should have set your maximum bid to a higher amount that you're willing to pay. But they'll just snipe you anyway, right? Well, they'll, what's they'll, the they'll reason? be forced to pay higher than your maximum bid. Well, yeah, but you know what the... What if there's not a guy who's going to snipe you? You're paying. That's just dumb, it, but it, right? But it's dirty, right? And, yeah. it, and these guys would use a software that would keep track of the time. And then it, at the last minute, it would automate, send these automated bids that were incrementing by two cents constantly or right. three cents so that they would just win by. Because I, I would lose these auctions by less than a dollar. Right. <laughs> it would drive me nuts. Sure. For so, the time and energy you spent on it. Sure. So bringing it back around to our, our logo contest, you notice the first day was slow. Right. Right. You, there are a few first movers who do all the heavy lifting in terms of sussing out but you what, what you and I are looking for. I res- everyone jumps on the bandwagon. And I respect those guys because they go in and they're trying to be creative and come up with the initial design. Yes. And I've noticed that. These guys, they all feed off each other. Yes. So as soon as a design comes out, everyone, like that first one, he did the checkmark design. And he's still got one of the, he's got at least two on our short list, right? Right. So, so he came out with the checkmark over the eye and then <clears throat> we got like half a dozen designs with checkmarks, yeah. right? So we had to kind of correct that. And then we asked for specific colors and then everyone started doing that, which is fine. But it's it's funny how... If you mark one of the designs, let's say out of four stars, four stars out of five, everyone will start copying that <coughs> design with their right. own variant of right. it. And you know what? I know how it works. I understand that, but I kind of respect. I might be jaded a bit sometimes, and maybe I shouldn't be like that. Idealistic, I, just, I think, is the word. Yeah, idealistic. That's me, right? But I kind of pull for the guy who's trying to be creative and and be groundbreaking rather than the guy who's just. Uh, Copying or yeah, there remix. Are, there right? are a few designs that we're not terribly wild on, but you know, in our conversations while we were get, where we were jointly scoring them, we had a lot of respect for the design because it was different. Right. They jumped right. out of the box, came up with an idea. It wasn't perfect, or it might not have worked in some cases. Some guy did a totem pole acronym, which right. I thought looked really good. It just wasn't what we right. needed. But I really respected the effort that the guy or gal put into it. Yeah. And and this crowdsourcing, you know, it's I think it's a good idea, and it it saves us a lot of time, right? Well, and we're getting we're getting not one designer that we have to manage. We have it's know, an 50, area of, fifty designers, and we just pick and choose what we like. Right? And it's an area of expertise that neither of us are specialists in. Right? I'm not a local designer. I and I know what of, I like, but I don't know how to make what I like. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I go and put the the shoe on the other foot, and I'm one of these designers, it's got to be kind of stressful, like. The work that I'm doing, you're not getting paid for it. It's, it's kind of like, like spec work. Right, right. That's why 99designs and all these uh, crowdsourced design are really controversial sites. Quote, unquote, real designers hate them. So if you ever see any design topics on Hacker News and then drill down, you'll see all the designers criticizing it because it devalues the work of a designer. So you're saying they're like design pimps? Designer um, pimps or... I hate to say it. I don't want to say that. I look at it more (laughs) as a disruption to an established economy. 
because if you look at stock photography, uh, in 1997, it would cost you about $5,000 for an image. Now you can get one for about five bucks through what is called a micro stock image. Right. right. Uh, when you look at professional wedding photography, um, $2,000 was a going rate, but then digital cameras got good and cheap and everyone could afford them. And so, so Joe with a camera decided to become a wedding photographer and would do them for free for at the beginning. But you know what, Joe, very low Joe nowadays is doing the quality work that Sam 20 years ago. Oh, I don't know about that, you know? but because uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen the output compared yeah. to the expensive guys. Right, right. You, you do get what you pay for. But, That's true. But um, the people who, I guess in business, there are two winners. There's the winners are at the high end of the market and at the low end of the market. And the people in the middle are the ones who hate the low end of the market the most because they're the ones getting squeezed. Right. So right. the middle range designers who, who aren't charged because people will always go to the most expensive guy because he's got a name, he's established. Right. Um, people will always go to the cheapest one because that's what they can afford. And we're not made of money, so we're going with uh, the logo. Right. Um, with 99 designs. But uh, to hire an agency to do that design, that could... Depending on the agency, that could range between ten thousand dollars to fifty grand. What was the next logo? How much? Remember the he uh, paid uh, Steve six Jobs. figures. Six figures, yeah. Uh, and he had no say in the outcome, too. One right? of the companies that I work for in the dot com, they rebranded from this really hideous logo to what looked like a knockoff of the X Men's belt buckle. And they paid <laughs> something. I the rumor that was was spreading around the employees was quarter of a million. Wow. Or for a yellow circle with an X in a shadow at a slight tilt, which to me looked like the X-Men belt buckle. I could have came up with that. <laughs> That's what the, we had a design, we had for design half the price. <laughs> we actually had graphic designers and they were none too happy about the design yeah. because they were all thinking, you paid how much for that and you're paying me this little and I could have come up with a design a hundred times better. Right. But there's designing a logo at least when you're doing a branding exercise, it's a little more complicated to that. There's strategy involved. Right. We talk about much more than just a simple drawing. The drawing is actually structure, it's, a very small it's part color, of it. It's color, it's structure, but then there's also the meaning behind the logo too. And right? the name yeah. and things like that. They bring in sociologists and yep, exactly. over, overthink it out the wazoo. Yeah. yeah. So for us, it's more like a branding exercise. We need to put a, a face to our or some kind of look to our company, right? So, yeah, so a lot of people in the designer world who are in the mid-levels, who aren't, you can't just walk around and say, pay me 10 grand for five minutes of my time. They don't like 99 designs because it devalues their work or their profession, so to speak. I notice I don't see a lot of North American designers Yeah, because we get a lot of our designs, uh, we see them when we wake up. <laughs> yeah. And, and and there's a little flag next to each designer name, and, and a lot of them are, are European, Eastern yeah, European. Yeah, one, the one first guy, I think, uh, is from Indonesia. And That's I would right. say that the bounty for our contest is probably much more meaningful in size to him than it would be to a North American designer Absolutely. Who, who, on average, makes very good money. So we've, we've guaranteed a payout, so we're going to pay it out no matter what after our... Um, our contest. We there's got confident after seeing three <laughs> designs that right. we, we thought we could live with. Right. So... But I think um, I think I think we're gonna get our money's worth in the I end. I think so too. I think it's good, and it's one less thing we have to worry about. Get it done and move on. So there are a few really nice ones, and some of the ones that I like the best, <clears throat> I know we're gonna reject because it doesn't fit what we need. It's it's kind of funny. Um, 
when I picked the one for my consulting company a few years ago, I did not pick the design I liked the most. I picked the one that matched what I wanted to project the most. Right. And the guy who designed my logo, I did not think was the best designer um, because all of his other submissions were not much better than what I could do. Right. But he came up with one idea that was brilliant. And with the feedback I gave him, he executed it in the way I, I wanted it to be executed. And I was very happy with the logo. But the one that I had the most emotional attachment to visually was not a good fit for what I wanted to project for the company. But I thought it was a beautiful logo and I had to reject it. And it sucked that I had to reject it. Uh, but you can always, well, could you go out and design it yourself or after the fact? I guess you I, could, I could pay the guy for it. Um, yeah. That would be kind of douchey, but, right? Uh, no, no, I could, no, he, he probably wouldn't care because he, yeah. But, I'm not going to use it, so I'm not going to pay right, for it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there's four, I guess there's four rounds to this. There's a qualifying round, which lasts about, depends on how many days, four Go. days. There's, you select the finalists. You chant every yeah. time you do the. <laughs> you select the finalists, and then there's a final round, which lasts three days. I guess just the finalists are there, and I guess they fine-tune it from Is there. Is there no save like American Idol? Um, no. We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Draw us another thing, and we'll, we'll let you know if you can stay in or not. I think you are very good. <laughs> oh, That's my bad Nicki Minaj oh, uh, impression. Anyway. Um, all right, so... You're an artist. <laughs> you should be taken seriously. <laughs> no, is that, that's a bad imitation of don't her. Get me, don't get me going. I heard uh, I heard next year they're going to have uh, the I idols. I heard Mariah's out. Pre- previous idols are going to be judging. Oh, that'd be interesting. They're hurting for ratings now uh, yeah. all of a sudden. yeah. I don't know. I don't think... Um, what's that one? You're an artist like Justin Bieber. <laughs> People don't take you seriously enough. They need to ignore all the stuff that's going on and that's a good, you driving badly in your neighborhood. That's a good Nicki Minaj. No, that's, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not nasal enough. I, I just... I can't respect anything she says because I don't respect her. So, uh, whatever. <laughs> I think I think her music's fine. Uh, Personality-wise, I don't... I, People put up... They have a stage presence and then they have their real presence. You don't know what you're seeing. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. Bill O'Reilly might be a jerk on TV, but I'm sure he's a little less of a jerk in person. Uh, probably. It's just a persona, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's so. like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's a persona. You never yeah. know, especially when it's on TV. You know TV. what I think is like that? Judge, uh, <laughs> Chef Ramsey. I think in real life, he's probably a real nice guy, family guy, but. You see him on uh, Hell's well, Kitchen. I don't know about like, a family F this, guy. F that, F this. You yeah, know? I don't know if he's a family guy because because <laughs> uh, I think I saw. I don't know. See, see, here's me and my more useless information. <laughs> uh, there is some famous mistress in England who 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 has wrecked a few marriages or something. I think I saw a headline that he he had gone to like some event with her or something. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's just me go, going tabloid now. I watch too much TMZ. Yeah. That, that's a pretty... I'm a lawyer. That's a pretty bad show, too. I don't know. That it's, show is hilarious. It's funny. It's funny, but it's it's based on other people's... My excuse is my my wife likes to watch it. So but you know what? There. If you're in the public eye, and that's part of the... You know, take it. You got to take it. Otherwise, go be a recluse. But if you want to be famous, famous, the word famous indicates that, you know what, everyone's going to have their eyes on you, right? Well, so the thing is... Don't complain when you got a camera in front of you. Right? I don't find TMZ to be like the National Enquirer where they're making stuff up. They usually, if you watch the interviews, they're usually asking really stupid, funny questions to the people on the celebrities on the street. Like, right. what do you think of this? What do you think of that? They're not they're not chasing them down to 
to the doctor's office to see if they're pregnant or whatever. Right. At least right. not on the show. Right. Okay, so that's our crowdsourcing. Um, that was a major digression. I know. We went way off topic, but that, that usually happens with us, right? So, But you're an artist. <laughs> so what are we going to do? So we have, we're going to select our winner sometime in the middle of next week. And we'll, is that is that the timeline? Yeah, pretty much. Well, probably yeah. It's gonna be. Let me tell you. I can. I'll tell. Warn you up front. When it comes down to picking the winner, sometimes you have an emotional favorite, and then another one just seems to make more sense, and you're gonna be so twisted over it. Yeah, I'm, you're gonna I'm be emotionally. Sure. I'm already feeling hot. that. I'm already feeling that way. I see a lot of good stuff. It's kind of. It's hard to pick, right? So we'll come up with something. I'm. I'm sure. Oh right? well, I'm. I'm. I can say for sure that we'll get something from the pool that we have. Right. I'm, I just don't think I will have too much fun picking it because it'll be, because it's like, are saying, you saying you get attached to the designer? Or like, do I want a caramel sundae, a strawberry sundae or a chocolate sundae? Well, they all look good to me. Right. And right. I can't eat all three of them, but, but you know, you got to say which one's best for me, right? Yeah. When it comes to design, what I really yeah, want, but yeah. it's not always an easy choice. Right. Right. Okay, so that's our crowdsourcing. Um, next week, we'll probably post a logo. Uh, you'll see a logo on our, our podcast, and that'll be the new one. So check that out. Uh, let's go picks of the week. Um, let's do mine first. They call it the Arctic. Hey, I have a pick of the week. It's got a caption that says, why you look at me? <laughs> oh, you want pick me to put that? P-I-C. So should I explain what that is? You, you basically, you just took a picture of my cat. And he was, what was he doing? He was, she was uh, cleaning herself. No, 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 she wasn't. She was just sitting there in, in a somewhat provocative. A lounging <laughs> position. So I think that should be our picture for the, for the podcast. podcast. for the week. Okay. It's my pick, PIC of <laughs> yeah. the week. But, he, but she was, you know, she was being good about it. She was covering the private oh, parts. Oh, she held it. No, she held, she held the post for me to take the picture too. Because <laughs> my dogs would have just bolted by the time <laughs> I crouched down and had the... Because my iPhone is so slow, right? My cats are a little bit more vain, so <laughs> <laughs> they're they're mugging for the camera. I'm going to. They're stars. I'm going to celebrities. Post that. I'm going to post that. My daughter is going to absolutely love that. I'm telling you. But um, Arcid. So let me just have a look at this here. What is it? It is. Is that uh, the name of the telescope. nerd from Head of the Class? Um, Arcid. No. No, Arvid. Was the name? Was of that the nerd. was that his name? You remember that guy with the glasses on head of the class with uh, Robin Givens and Howard oh. Hessman? Oh yeah, no, I never, I don't remember that. Billy Connolly replaced Howard Hessman on that show. Oh, I is think. that right? Yes. <laughs> this is a Kickstarter uh, project. Hey, yours is a Kickstarter too. Yeah, it so is fine. Yeah, yours is a Kickstarter. So two Kickstarters this week. Not uh, a crack starter. No, no. <laughs> And you're referring to our, our, our beloved not my mayor. mayor, your mayor. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a piece of work, you know. And <laughs> anyway. I don't know what's something's gonna something's gonna break soon. And I'm just curious yeah. Google crack starter if you're not from Toronto, but if if you're curious what we're talking about, but I don't think we want to get into that. No, one. no, that's a whole can of worms. Right. Um, pledged uh, one million. They're looking for a one million dollar goal, and there's 30 days to go, and they have they already have five thousand four hundred backers. And as I'm watching it. Every minute, I guess it updates, and I can see it grow. It grows by like two or three hundred dollars. I guess you could probably. So what is this quick Kickstarter? So this Crack is starter? this is from our friends at Planetary Resources. You know the guys who wanted had the big space pick. And oh to, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wanted, space pick. Wanted to catch another space pick of the <laughs> yeah, week. That's right. It's another space, space pick. Your space pick of the week. Right, actually. So these guys wanted to 
wanted to lasso an asteroid and, and mine it for whatever it's worth. That's a right? big lasso. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a lot of rope. But now they've done something that's actually better. So these are basically a space company that's pri- not private. They're private, right? Sort of like the Tesla guy's right. company. What's that called? Planet X or yeah, SpaceX? SpaceX. So planetary resources, what they're doing is they're launching this telescope. Now in the picture, it looks big, the telescope. But it's probably the size of a toaster. And I thought to myself, when I when I watched the video, That's it? yeah, it's small. It's and it's a telescope. It's about yeah, about the size of my That's MacBook. A big toaster. My MacBook right here. That's and an eight slice toaster. And I looked at it and I go, they want a million dollars for that little tin can. Well, you got to send it up there. Oh, that's true. Sending it up there actually costs a lot of money. Right. That's why if you want to be a space tourist, you have to spend more than ten million. I right. Think. So what? What? I think if you pledge twenty five dollars or more, what they do is they 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 take your picture or you supply a picture it's a selfie right right and there's a little there's a little screen on this actual telescope and it's got an arm that it it could take pictures of itself and take pictures of the earth so the arm comes out and it'll take a picture of the telescope with the screen there a picture of you and the earth in the background so you can do a duck face which is one of the most popular selfies to do duck face oh like this Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just made the duck face for Vince. I saw it. What an, what, that was one of the worst duck faces I ever yeah, saw. Uh, where'd they get that from? What was that movie with Ben Stiller where he's that fashion model? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, when he had the small... Fo- yeah, it was the poser. This is my pose. Yeah. Steel. The blue steel pose. <laughs> yeah. What was that? It's all, Everybody's screaming right it's now. It's a character's name, and it slips yeah. my mind. Uh, but what, what you can do is, um, if you do pledge on this, you can point this telescope... So it's basically a telescope for uh, the public. And you can point it to any part of the sky and, and take a look at different parts of the sky. So, uh, And these guys are marketing are they're marketing it well. They're How are they going to get it on the asteroid? With a Zoolander? Uh, that's the one, Zoolander. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if this is... They probably don't want to put this close to an asteroid because it would just get Cause, crushed. Cause it's got to land on the asteroid and then implant itself yeah. so it doesn't fall off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they got a little bit on Bill Guy, the the science guy, Bill talking Nye, the to science someone, guy. right? Um, some of their some of their goals they want to achieve give students access to space capabilities. So imagine you being in a class and you can, um, you know, look at space right live from class. Uh, support important important research and discovery. Uh, build excitement about space and all of its potential, and give you a say. And they put you in capitals. So. Uh, they're trying to t- trying to get as much money as they can, and they got different levels. So they got the pledge of um, you know, twenty five or more, uh, ten dollars more, twenty five, thirty nine or more, sixty five. What's the large one give you? All the way up to uh, maybe you get to ride the asteroid if you pledge more than ten thousand. That's a grand benefactor. You get two. Is tickets. that a one way trip? If you're gonna uh, ride the asteroid. Oh, you get a lot of stuff. I can't read it all. Two tickets to Paradise. Planetary Resources, no. two major events, <laughs> finish finish spacecraft unveiling. You get to be at the event of rocket launching, all kinds of stuff. So very, uh, very interesting, something different. Uh, looks like space is being opened up for the, uh, the public. You can do a David Bowie cover on the asteroid. Yeah, you know what? Major That's Tom. Good. Yeah. Take like, a picture like of Mr. Myself. Hatfield did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Hatfield being the Canadian astronaut who became you know, a huge celebrity. Yeah. He yeah. represented Canada very well, I think, yeah, he's in good. his time I like in space. Him. He's awesome. My daughter was talking about him a lot. So I would probably take a picture of, you know, Hal. 
from Space to the Odyssey. And that would be my picture. I put a picture of Hal there and I take a picture of Hal from space. It's very hard to actually take a picture from space. Probably is. Because yeah. it you're moving in the thousands of kilometers per second, I think. Right. And they have this special stabilized rig that they use to take photos of the Earth, from what I understand. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to some new technology, and this is your pick. Uh, I saw the, the video on this one, too. Another Kickstarter program, uh, Pirate 3D Buccaneer. So it is the the Apple Mac Cube reborn as a 3D printer. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I don't know if you remember the Mac Cube from 1998 yeah. or 1999. The it first thing a, that came to mind was, you know, that looks, like an, that looks like an Apple product. Cube. Yeah. And so it's basically... What they're hoping for is to create this Kickstarter to sell a 3D printer for 400 bucks. They got three times their pledge goal of 100 grand. It looks pretty cool. Yep. Or as my friend Larry David would say, pretty, 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 <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> so yet an obs- another obscure reference that yeah, nobody's going to get. Going off topic again. <laughs> so it's it's like a cube. Um, nice, nice clean look to it uh, and it prints out everything's contained even the i guess the, uh, the print ink or the plastic wool comes in, but the neat thing is uh unlike most 3d printers print up so the thing dropping the resin ele- elevates up in right. this particular printer the platform that is holding the ink i'm calling it ink it's actually just resin comes down so the platform is on an elevator and comes down and the thing that distributes the the resin, the melter or whatever, is stationary. Right. So it's kind of neat because it's got a clear bottom. So then you slowly see, and, and, and by slowly, I mean slowly, really slowly, you'll see a platform coming down with your finished product. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty cool. It's it's nice looking unit. Uh, when I watch the, the actual video, but these guys, are, I think there's three that young guys. That was sped up. Big time. Yeah. But these guys were, I don't know, they were, I guess they were trying to be cool, but they couldn't have been any nerdier. These guys, (laughs) after looking. Wow. I only watched the video of that octopus being made. Oh, okay. Watch it to the end. At the end, he does one of these. He's like, like, because it's called Pirate 3D, Uh he does one of these args, you know, but but he does it so bad. It's cheesy. Is it as good as my duck face? Uh, No, your duck face was classic. I I, should have took a picture of that. No, no. Put it next to my cat. No. But um, nice making a duck face in in her pose. The price that they're looking for, I think it was three hundred and change. Four hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, four hundred dollars probably Canadian. But I'm looking at some of the things it's it's it made and nice quality, really nice. I think it's a point one millimeter resolution, which is standard for a consumer level three D printer by point one millimeter. Uh, you're not going to get a, a perfectly smooth edge. It means it's going to be ridged up to a millimeter. Right, right. So it'll be, well, it's like stair-stepping, <coughs> I guess, would be the best way to describe yep. describe it. I would just love to have access to a 3D printer and a laser cutter and and a three-dimensional lathe. But all that <laughs> stuff is expensive. Expensive yeah. stuff I'll probably never use because I'm not, I don't know how to do 3D modeling. But uh, there's some software with it, too, and it? Some French guy was talking about the software. I, I didn't understand what yeah, he was saying. The hard part is actually the modeling because that takes, unless you're good at it, it takes a lot of time. Sure, sure. You know what? It just unless doesn't, you can just doesn't 3D, kick out. 3D scanner. 
Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't kick out any. Uh, yeah, you're right. It doesn't kick out any any product. Yeah, just toy like doesn't, that. Kind of, doesn't no. materialize out of thin air. Someone right. has to create a 3D model out of that. Right. And even the easy software is, to me at least, is pretty tricky to use. Well, the software they were showing looked like it was working well. Like Google SketchUp. Yeah, it would just drag and drop the little nodes in it, and it would change the shape of the product. But you know what? It looked these these demos always look easy, right? Yeah. Until and you, you what them. you they don't tell you is that sometimes you have to do multiple prints. Because if you if you're trying to work with very fine tolerances, you'll probably find that uh, your first version is wrong, even though your measurements in theory were right. Right. Because there's a margin of error when you're dealing with production. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Those were our picks of the week. And my cat, uh, you know what? I should put some pants on that cat because if he keeps doing this, oh, <laughs> he looks like she looks like she's very comfortable. Very prog- pro- provocative, like you said before. <laughs> Very, you know, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Okay. It's so, so funny. It's it's actually a very cute pose because she looks like she's lounging. <laughs> it's like, what are you looking at? <laughs> I know. Uh, you want a cat? Take one. Take no, one. I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You can have one if you want. No, thanks. Uh, rabbits. You can have a rabbit. Have no. That rabbit there, you know what? Uh, that was going to be my office in that little sunroom there but uh he took over and when i found out they lived like 15 years (laughs) i just wrote off the the room so uh what's up doc maybe we'll have to get our own office sooner or later that's the only time i'll get my own office when we move out of here so okay so that's it for this week you have anything else uh you want to say no i do not okay so um next week we'll have a new logo two weeks right two weeks we'll we'll no three weeks actually yeah that's right but uh, next week we should have our logo, so we'll blog about that. For more information on Assign It To Me, you can visit our website at assignittome.com or our blog at blog.assignittome.com. If you have any questions regarding this show or the Assign It To Me app, feel free to contact me at vince at assignittome.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.